Welcome to the wonderful world of the quick smart comedy show with friends and guests stuff things it's the quick smart comedy show let's meet your hosts david and james hello and welcome to the quick smart comedy show on sound art radio with me dave and alongside me is james hello how are you james i am doing fine a bit like a fine wine Ooh. Mature, deep of body, red. Red in the face, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the nights are drawing in, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we've come to keep you warm for an hour. Um, what you got planned, James? As you know, David, we've got an exciting segment on board games coming up. But more importantly, after the show, I'll be breaking into the new season with a bit of uh, cold water bodyboarding. With a couple of buddies of mine. What's cold water bodyboarding? It's just when you're not in season, you go bodyboarding. So just winter bodyboarding. Oh, okay. Isn't that really dangerous at night time? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, okay. That's part of the excitement. You uh, never know who's going to come back out of the water. Really? Okay. Where's Derek? Derek! Why have you never invited me? Uh, I'll probably show you up with my bodyboarding powers. Oh, yeah, powers. absolutely. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, today on today's show, we've got uh, a lot planned. So coming up now on the show is going to be a section where we play a classic board game. Well, I thought we would do Cluedo today. Uh, it will be uh, me, James, and another presenter on the radio station called Alicia Kendrick. Now, we don't usually do these segments, but Alicia, she does present a show on the station that is solely about board games and she wanted to come on we invited her on because she's such a lovely lovely lady she's indeed um we're actually gonna you know do what she does on her show usually we were hoping to actually start the show with alicia but she's running a bit late at the moment i think she popped out earlier to get some food for us all kind soul i think she is indeed yeah straight out of her pocket she didn't even ask for any money if she had, I probably would have given her a check that would have bounced. So uh, lucky that she didn't, save yeah, that I, embarrassment. I, I've got nothing on me, so... No, me neither. Can not help? If you're worried about what we'll do later on after that board game, the classic segment going to come up. We've got other stuff, haven't we, David? You know, it's not going to be dead air. No, oh, no, there will not be any dead air. No. Not this month. Because uh, coming up after the board game section, I'm going to be getting a, uh, what they call a mani-pedi. Uh, the business, right. that's when you get a manicure and a pedicure at the same time. I'll be trying on Dave's glasses, that'll be a good segment. That'll be great. Um, I'm going to list through the Latin names of various farm animals. Wow, okay. That's, so that'll be that good. should be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Google my own name. Uh, I'm going to be hosting a, a little arts and crafts section where I will be teaching the listener how to make an arc. Yeah, well, I'll, I've also got some stilts I'm going to wear. Okay. Uh, don't, not sure how that's going to go, because obviously the mic's down here and I'll be up there. I've also invited a local arsonist who I was hoping might um, show us how to burn a mattress. Should really spice things up around here, David. I really should. Nothing can top that, can it, David? And it's all booked in, planned. Nothing will change our course, Captain. No, that's right. Commander. Well, you know, still waiting on Alicia, so maybe we'll just set up the, the game of Cluedo without her. I'll get it from the games cupboard, the uh, the classic games cupboard that we have here at the studio. Oh my god. She dead. That's an actual body there, David. An actual body's in the studio. Look. I'm I'm kicking it. It's not moving. Stop kicking her. No, I think you're right, David. I think that is a she. What's she holding there? I think... Is that Cluedo? She's clutching Cluedo. Yeah, is it the first dead body we've seen at the radio station? We have seen quite a lot of dead bodies. I'm a um, bit, if I'm honest, David, I'm a bit, bit used to it by now. There often does seem to be murder, intrigue. What's going on with this body, David? There's all slime all over the head and there's no hair. She's completely bald. It's quite strange. It looks like, it looks like her hair's been ripped out. Oh, it's quite horrible. 
Do you think this is some sort of hairdresser gone wrong? Hairdresser, rogue hairdresser <laughs> who's cut their own hair. I don't know. I just, I'm just. You're in shock. So am I. You don't have to hold me though. Best inform the next of kin. In my in my trousers, I've just got my name in my my pants. So. Right. Well, I'm not going in there. One of us has got to get the ID, David. The wallet. Well, right. Okay. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna really get a grip on this situation. I think we should go into the pocket, see if there is some sort of wallet or purse that might have some sort of identification in it. You're right. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Oh no, the only one of us goes. So oh, I guess I've put myself in it now. Right, yeah. I'll do it. Right, okay, I'm going in. Uh, okay, I've got it. I'm pleasant, but I got it. Right. Well, here you go, David. There, yeah, right, okay, I'll have a look. Uh, if I just open the wallet, um, we've got a winner. Ding, 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 ding. We've got a winner. Uh, I have found a provisional driving license. Scanning identification. I'm looking at a picture of the deceased. I'm afraid it's it's a picture you'd recognise, James. Why? It's Alicia. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't believe you, David. Well, unless she stole Alicia's wallet, James. I think this is her. Maybe there's some sort of freak accident in the cupboard. Maybe, but I don't think so. I mean, we, we saw her only two hours ago, David. This might be murder, David. This could be a murder mystery case, David. Well, we best pull ourselves together, James. We've got a show to do. We have got a show. We're on Sign Up Radio right now. Probably. Do you reckon the fade is up? Should we get on the phone to the police? Uh, we can't... Because re- this, this is a, a corpse. We are talking about a dead human being. Uh, I think there's like a, um, a special security button we just press under the table in case of uh, burglary. We could just hit that. They'll swarm the location. Oh, the little button just under here. That's right, the one you're, you're pressing. It doesn't seem to be doing anything. Yeah, um, that's been disconnected. Oh, right. Yeah, because you know we had that spate of burglaries. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Yeah, I say burglaries, obviously, is because I kept accidentally leaving the fire escape open. And uh, people would just come in and take everything. It came to the point where I couldn't Even remember. Even when we weren't in. Yeah. Sorry, I would just pop in and just open it. Just open the door. Um, obviously, yeah, the door opened. Someone stole all the computer equipment. Basically, they got sick of it and they disconnected the alarm. Right. So you press it now and li- literally nothing happens. That, see, that makes more sense because what I thought happened, I used to just um, knead the table. It's a game I invented where you just knead a table. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I used to do that for hours on end every day. Oh, okay. And every time I would do it, I would hit the button accidentally. The yeah. brilliant thing is now they've disconnected it, you can play the knead the table 24-7, my friend, and no police officers will come yeah. and interrupt you. Well, now that they don't come, I'm not interested. But, oh, really? Uh, for, okay. a good, for a good week, I was really having fun with and I thought that was why they didn't turn up but no because you left the fire escape open yeah and then pressed yeah. it yeah 11 days in a row yeah, yeah thinking about it David we haven't even got our phones on us because um, oh yeah Olaf's <laughs> locked them in the time locked safe isn't it Olaf the station manager in his wisdom has uh, enforced a new rule upon us where we're not allowed to play with our phones on air and we come into the studio and on the way in there is a kind of a safe kind of locker situation you put the goods in there's a time lock an hour or however many minutes it takes to do the show later you get your phone back because we were just messing around with our phones weren't we um i was trying to rack up a high score on tetris yeah i was playing on my phone too <laughs> weren't you doing the stocks weren't you stocks and trades yeah i thought i found i downloaded a new app called uh lock stock and two smoking uh mergers and acquisitions and um you really follow the um the ups and downs the highs and lows the hustle and bustle of the uh, stock exchange floor so for a good hour, we're not going to be able to phone anyone. I think that's going to be too long, David. I think we should spend the remainder of the show trying to find out how our friend was murdered, because I think they were murdered. I think Alicia would really appreciate our efforts. What, you would hope? I you, would. I would really hope. I would hope she'd be appreciative. That's what you can hope for. I hope so. Well, this is uh, 
Murder 101. What do you think's happened, James? It's a good question, David. I'm just uh, I'm just like scanning the room really for clues. I'm I, oh here's something, David. Mm. She has a little baggie of food there. The the food that she was gonna bring back for the lads. Oh, us. that's our that's our food. Um, maybe there's a clue where she got the food from. Maybe that's. Maybe someone, I don't know, poisoned her or something at the at the place with the food. Maybe she met her killer there. Ab- absolutely, yeah. Right, okay, let's, let's have a look. Uh, the the crab shack. It's got an address here, David. Right, okay. A phone number, right. I think I know where this place is. The game is afoot. We know where we're going to go, don't we, David? To the crab shack. Uh, absolutely, and we've got to do something, haven't we, David? Solve a mystery. Solve the murder. Because uh, we know what we're doing, don't we, David? We do indeed. Because we've got a clue, haven't we, David? Yeah. What's the clue, David? It's the crab sandwich, isn't it? The crab crab sandwich. sandwich. Down to the crab shack. The crab sandwich. So we're going to head down to the crab shack restaurant. Decapitators for... (laughs) Prepare yourself for a night of pure terror. (laughs) Ready yourself for a scream. A Hard Night's Fright magazine says the most decapitations this decade, statistically speaking. Bone and Dog shouts, yes, a horror film. Grappler magazine gives it two scoops of scare with a flake full of terror. I would add to this a syrup of blood. Hundreds and thousands of corpses. Freezer. <laughs> you get the point. Total Gore said so scary, they would compare it to Decapitators 3, starring Tony Triad as the Ice Cream Man. <sighs> Rated R. Under 17's not admitted without an ice cream. Ooh. Hello and welcome back to the Quick Smart Comedy Show, or as I am calling it now, the Quick Smart Investigation Show, James. Well, I'm calling it something else, David, to make it one better than that, because I'm probably a bit better at investigating. I'm calling it the I Am Smart Investigation Show. Right, you know, we are supposed to be working together. It's not really right. sort of like... Uh, ah, is it not like uh, Poirot and... Miss um, Marple? It's Ms. not Marple, like when they... Yeah. That yeah. crossover. It's yeah, not like it's not they... like... No, not at all. No, this is... It's more like, you know, Poirot and Hastings. Like, you join us outside the Crab Shack. This is where we believe Alicia may have met her killer. That's right, David. Or at least some sort of uh, clue or bit of evidence to lead us to the next thing. I don't know what's going to happen. We haven't gone in yet. I feel like a couple of cowboys outside the saloon. Absolutely, yeah. I'm going to bust my way in, spit in a spittoon. Shoot a couple of baddies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, follow my lead, David. In we go into the belly of the beast. Uh, excuse me. Sorry to interrupt. Are you David and James? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah nice to meet you. My name's Glenn Cauliflower. Oh, hi, Glenn Cauliflower. Nice to meet you. We're in a bit of a, a rush, actually. Yeah, is it about the murder? It is, yeah. You know, I've come to help you solve the murder. How do you know about what we're doing? I'm a great fan of the show. I really? listen every month. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's nice. But we're actually right in the middle of something. Well, that's right. I heard it quite clearly because if you look here, you'll see I've got a cauliflower ear. Right. Where basically I got slammed in the head as a kid. 
uh, by a local bus. Yeah. We, we would love to interview sometime, but we're, we're right in the middle of something. Well, yeah, what it is, I got hit by the bus and my, my ears sort of swole up. So, you know, uh, I've got sort of like super hearing, and when I hear someone talk, oh, I can tell if they're lying or not. That's really impressive. Thank you. And you're telling the truth. I know you think that's impressive. Uh, that was actually a lie. That was a test. I don't think he's going to be any use to us. No, he, you would say, you know, deep down, you know, you're impressed by me. Can I just say, and we could, should really set a precedent. People who are listening to the show, we don't need people coming down and trying to help us with the investigation. We've, we've already got a handle on it. Um, if anything, you can fund the police for us if you like, but uh, unless, you, unless you're going to fund the police, don't bother coming down if you think you're like a part-time detective or something. We don't need your help. What we need is to get on with the case. I agree. There's already a couple of part-time detectives here. Much appreciated. Uh, glad you listened and everything, but um, yeah, I'm afraid we're going to have to... Uh... Decline your offer. Let's go, David. <laughs> what, what are we seeing, David? Like, I'm just uh, using my old investigative eyes seeing people, mm. seeing food, an atmosphere, lights. You're relying on your eyes, James. This is a teamwork. I'm going to rely on my ears. I'm hearing people. Sounds like the clinking of cutlery. I'm hearing good times. I'm hearing a certain ambience. As I say, David, I'll one better you and uh, go for the nose. Right, what am I smelling? I'm smelling people. I'm smelling um, food. I'm smelling uh, ambience. Well, you've taken on that sense, James. I'm going to take on the sense of touch. I'm feeling... That feels like a face. I'm sensing some sort of human before me. Welcome to the Crab Shack. Can I tackle your order? Oh, wow. It's uh, David. Open your eyes. It's the person we've met and know, Johnny Fisherman. Oh, Johnny. Sorry, I'll just take my hands off your face. Much obliged. Welcome to the Crab Shack. Can I tackle your order? Hi, Johnny. You, you, you know us. We've met before. I'm the maitre d'. My golden personality means I'm perfectly suited to a career at front of house. You're looking at us like you don't know who we are. And I take that as a, as a uh, insult. All customers look the same to me. Just blank checks, are they? Just dollar signs. I just see dollar signs. Interestingly enough, I've never been to America. What have you been up to, Johnny? You own this place, obviously. Well, do you? I own here. I live here. I sleep here. I play here. The first couple were more impressive than the latter, I have to say. Mm. The uh, the fact that you own it is very impressive. How did you how did you get this gig? Well, have you heard of a thing called fraud? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Over the last eighteen months, I've had seven jobs. Mm. Say no more, Johnny. We we don't want to incriminate you. Uh, we get it. At the end of all seven jobs. I have fallen down the stairs. Very open about what you do. It's my way of ingratiating myself with the customers. I tell them my darkest secrets. They trust me. They buy more crab. And what are your darkest secrets, Johnny? Are you another animal rights activist saying I kill crabs? Uh, I'm not, but you are killing crabs. That's... This is true. I'm saying it's not murder. From what I remember, Johnny, you were actually in love with crabs, so you didn't want to kill crabs. My relationship has since soured with the crab, and I now kill them left, right, and center, and sell them in my crab shack. Is that a dark... It's not really a secret. Really, uh, really sorry to break this to you, Johnny, but actually, we're here because there's been a murder. Well, it could be a murder. It's just a death. But I think it's a murder. I knew this day would finally come. I've bottled this up for too long. The guilt has been eating me from the inside. I don't care who knows. I accidentally killed that woman. She's still here, 
in the crab shack. I put her in the freezer. Well, ho, 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 hold on, Johnny. What do you mean you put her in a freezer? We've got a dead corpse lying in our studio of a good friend of ours. You killed two people. Dave, I think we're talking to a murderer here. Stand back. Just the one person was killed. The others just vomited severely. But they're still with us. There is a corpse in my freezer. Killed by the very food all of these customers are now eating. This really ups the stakes, James. We're not talking one dead body, we're talking two. Maybe you investigate one, I investigate the other. First one to solve it wins. We could do that, or we could maybe just follow the clues, or maybe this is some sort of serial killer. I don't know. I don't know if you want to split up in that case, you know. Should we uh, maybe go in, into the back and Johnny and discuss this? Better take you chaps to the freezer. It's through here in the kitchen. That's quite a dirty freezer you got there. Yeah, do you always keep bodies in it? No, just this one. Those food hygiene people will already get on your back about this, won't they? Do not get me started about the food hygiene inspectors. They really give me the willies. I was so scared, I thought, I know, I can freeze my problems away. I've got a picture of a woman here, Johnny. Uh, it's a little driving license photo, so it's not that clear. But I was just wondering, have you seen this woman before? I know you're racked with guilt, Johnny, and uh, you're probably a bit preoccupied. But if you can just cast your mind back, have you seen our friend? I don't recognise her. There are so many people come in and out, complain, eat... Complain. Uh, just a little question, Johnny. Why didn't you just use your panic alarm, which most businesses have installed, to contact the police when you found the body, rather than just dragging her into a freezer? Seems a bit suspicious, Johnny, if I'm honest. If I must tell the truth, I pressed the button, but when no one turned up, I dragged the body through the kitchen, through the food preparation area, and dumped her in the freezer. And you two have been the first people to bring it up. Is your button broken as well? What, what did you hit it for? The murder of a crab. Well, that happens daily, I imagine, here. I was pressing it every five minutes. Every time a new dish was prepared, I was pressing the button. It doubled up as me telling the chefs that a new order had come up. I'd press the button, the police would rush in, the chefs would know an order had been placed. Well, I think as you examined the last body, James, it's my turn to uh, get my hands dirty, so to speak. I think that's fair. Uh, well, as I'm examining the body, um... Hmm, something's standing out. What? No hair. Hairless? Hairless. Maybe it's some sort of trend. Maybe the two deaths are linked. Maybe Johnny didn't kill him at all with this terrible, disgusting crab. Johnny, when when this person, when she ate the crab and died, was she, did she have any hair? Do you remember? Now you mention it. She had lots of hair. She had locks aplenty. The biggest mullet I had ever seen at the time of the freezing. It just made me think, wow. What a brave lass. A mullet in 2016. That's weird. So she had mm. hair, then the hair disappeared. That's kind of what happened to Alicia, wasn't it? That is like what happened to Alicia. Maybe, I think maybe Johnny isn't behind it. Maybe he's just been caught up in something that he doesn't understand. Maybe. Though he shouldn't feed raw crab to anyone. That's still a no-no. That is a lesson he should learn from this. You don't think I killed her? No, no, we don't. This is the greatest news I have ever heard. Still, don't put people in freezers and cook your crab. What else have you found on the body, David? Well, uh, I've checked the pockets, James, and uh, there's a scrap of paper here. I tell you what, these these uh, these wallets are quite the invention, I have to say. Absolutely, they are a vital commodity, it would appear. And uh, inside this wallet, as I say, I found a piece of paper. And here is another address and a telephone number. Who's the body we're looking at, David? Um, this poor young lady was called Claudia Shepherd. 
I think we just found our next clue, David. Let's, if my intuition's right, we should be following that. Right, okay. Well, I've trusted your instincts thus far. Have you? Uh, probably. Right, let's be on our way. Thank you for your help, Johnny. Quick smart comedy show. Welcome back to the show, listeners. We've arrived at the sort of campsite caravan park, which was written on that bit of paper that we found on Claudia's body. Uh, it's pretty deserted at the moment. We haven't actually seen a single person since we've been walking through. It's strange, isn't it? It's bit... uh, yeah, I would say so. It's sort of like a ghost town, you might oh, say. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of, ghost yeah, town. Yeah, ghost town. So we were thinking, rather than just wandering around aimlessly, why not maybe sort of just try knocking on a couple of doors? Well, there's, yeah, this this bit of paper that you grabbed has got a uh, specific number we should be looking at, number 12. Number 12, right, okay. Hello, hello, I'm Felix Klump. Felix Klump, I got our comfort. Why are you here, sir? How do you even know what's going on? I heard you on the radio, I heard. I heard you on the radio and I thought... What's wrong with your foot? What's going on? It's nothing wrong with it. It's forced to be that way. It's clump. Clump foot. What does that mean? It's clumpy. Tripping up bad guys. To describe it, he's just got a big foot. I get why that might be good if you were like a security guard or if you were... I don't know, sort of in a Dennis the Menace cartoon. But how does that help investigating something? Because we're trying to look for evidence and clues. We're not trying to trip people up. I talk talk to the the uh, suspects, and when they're trying, run away because they're guilty. I'm gonna stick it out, stick it out, and they chip over. Stop and standing my, on the evidence. My trusty sidekick, Debenham. Debenham just writes things down. No, he hasn't. He hasn't said a word yet. He hasn't said a word, uh, Debenham. No, he's just scribbling away. What we're gonna do, Felix, is actually just gonna walk around the corner where you can't follow because it's quite hard for you to get about. Please don't trip us on the way out. Let's just walk up there, knock on the door. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. We've come to solve a murder. Right, uh, listeners. There is no one at home. It seems. It does. Maybe. What if James? I'm thinking. Yeah. Why don't we try the door? Ooh. Okay. How? What? Just give it a wiggle. Nothing, nothing, nothing from me, David. You have a go. Right, it's usually yank down, push forward. Okay, try. Ooh, we've got one. We've got an open door. Oh, wow, okay. This is hard to describe, but you walk into the caravan and instead of bed or a sofa, you've got a staircase. That is a bit weird, isn't it? I was expecting, yeah, ornaments and something a bit homely, but just sort of like a long, dark corridor that's just going down and down and down. Welcome to Camper camper Vans Underground, under racing. It's illegal, and we're going to race. Watch everyone race, and we'll all race, and then decide who's going to win by who can stay in their caravan at the end of the day after they've done racing, and they've gone round the circle as many times as they can. This is underground, and both at physically underground and legal-wise. I mean, we don't tell anyone. We tell you because you come and race here. Racers, start your engines in your camper vans. Get them, get them all started and going and revving. And then we're revving, and there's some flags, and the lights, and and we're going, oh, look, they're going, oh, they're, they're off, they're off, they're going, oh, the camera vans are off, they're going, and they're all, all racing, and they're going, oh, and oh, oh, oh. Excuse me, sir, sorry to interrupt, so. Yep, where's your caravan, boys? I gotta, th- gotta get you, get your, get you in the race. Quick, sooner before before you uh, get lost behind. Sorry, I don't. We we don't actually own a yeah, caravan. We, we, we're you not racers. Ca- whoa, whoa! You don't. What are you doing? Are you? Oh, you doing here? You don't have no caravans. Sorry, the the door was open. Um, up on that planet Earth. Yeah, up the, there. the land up there. When was the last time you came up? You were a mole man, perhaps. No, What's going on? I'm I'm Ernie Young. 
Hung like an earner. Uh, I run this here caravan park. Nothing, nothing untoward going on here. Okay. Um, what, what about this uh, weird underground race that you've got going on? Every every car every caravan park has one of these. Didn't you just say it was quite illegal to all the people that are racing? That's just that's just that's just selling it to them. That's making it seem special. It's it's nothing. It's perfectly normal. Right. Wow. I believe you. Clever marketing. Very good. You seem like a trustworthy kind of guy. Is this a natural cavern or have you dug this out specifically for racing? Those no, naturally actually occurring and then there's built an extension on the back when we decided to make it into a figure of eight racetrack. First it was just around the circle, but then everyone went around too fast and it wasn't good enough. Put the uh, figure of eight in, then you get opportunity for crossfire and the caravans. I saw one with a machine gun on. Uh, are you inspired by Robot Wars? What's going on? Uh, no, more, uh, Road Warrior. So it started out as, like, old people, someone put a flare on the wheels, and put spikes on the, on the rims. Uh, you know, put a big, big spikes on the front, and they're flowing to each other, and then it just progressed from there. Become a bit of a blood sport, really. It happens. Um, I'm afraid, uh, some sad news. We've come to discuss a murder with you. Mm. These murders are stacking up. My desk is nay high with files of murder now. Murders? There's but, been more, is there? Um, ain't no one, no one died. Nobody died. Um, what do you mean more? Well, someone else died. You two don't look in any way at all official, so I can't imagine you're really uh, here for actual police business. That's a bit of an insult, isn't it, really? You, do, you two don't look official, so, well, I could be. I could be a, a copper. It's a rosser. I'm not. Well, we might not be from the fuzz, but it sounds like there's been a third murder. So wh why didn't you go to the police, sir? Why have you waited for us two non-policers to turn up and ask about a murder. That seems unusual, doesn't it, Dave? Mm. Suspicious. Don't want the police skulking round. We'll find find the, under, the caravan and camping racing club, underground club racing, underground caravan camping club. Didn't want the attention. Didn't want, didn't want them snooping round here, looking at things, magnifying glasses out. Did you try and phone the police? Well, we pushed a silent buzzer, but it, it don't work. It ain't worked for years. Well, we've suffered from a similar problem. What happened to yours? Don't know. Old. Right, great. Great stuff. Thank you. I'm not sure what you... Uh, do you know Dave, Do you know what you're saying? No. No, no not at all. Right. Um, you're nodding, though. You're, like, giving a pat on yeah, the back. Yeah, I'm, I'm being polite. Just right. I'm humouring him. Just, um, you know, uh, getting him on our side so he'll tell us more information about the uh, dead body so we can so what, what solve have, this mystery. What have you got so far? Because I've got, I've got a little notebook, but I got anything in it. Uh, I know that he installed a... Uh, button that doesn't work uh, you can camp here so if this does take longer than the next uh, rush of the show we can um, pitch up uh, that's about it really maybe going for some questioning mm. Ernie oh. it, it was, uh, is it Ernie? It is Ernie, Ernie Ernie Hung Ernie Hung like an earner Mr Hung you mentioned that someone was dead may I stick my neck out and presume that they were bold when you found them what a bold claim aye there was that bold woman what day She's over there in that one. Oh, she's still she's still here. You've, is she? you've kept the body, have we you? We just slung her in a bathtub in an old disused caravan. Yeah, didn't want to, didn't want the 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 Roz getting 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 wind of this. Right, okay. Did you know the girl who died? This woman. No, she so we saw her. She came over. She was oh, all right. All right, come to do some caravan caravan racing. We said all right then. Let you carry on. Did what you want? And then lo and behold, she turns up. She's dead. Like, did you not get a name or a, 
uh, contact or anything. It's illegal. We don't get names and contacts. We just, people just turn up. We say, all right, then. We're not liable. Off you go. <laughs> and so. how you, how you been keeping this body alive? Or is it just decomposing? What's going on? Ah, we just slung a couple of ice cubes on her. Couple of ice cubes. Yeah, bags, they're off. Check on her since then? Nah, not really. It smells. Well, you'd better take us to the body, Ernie. Right, okay, what am I seeing, David? What am I seeing? Uh, you are seeing uh, a woman. She yep. is dead. She is... Check the pulse. Zero over zero. Right, she's probably dead. Dead. Um, hair. Zero over head. Uh, now she's that, bald. That is interesting, Ernie. You haven't been up to date with the murders like we have, that one murder. But the other person was also bald. No, the other two people are also bald. No, there's, there's, there's three murders. Yeah. This is the third one. Oh, listen, count. Right, well, that's, that's one and a half each, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And yet we still haven't told the police. But in our defence, all those buzzers were broken, so what can you do? What can we do? But solve the murders. Hmm. Right, she's dead. Did you did you shave the head, Ernie? What? No, done found her like that. She was in her caravan, sat upright as she should be. And then, and then, and then that was that. And she just stayed sat there. Till, till she started, so one of the neighbours was like, "Er, she's been sat there. You can see her, because uh, she didn't draw the curtains on it, and she just sat there at the wheel, not racing or going. And then she just probably thought, oh, she was just camp- she was camping there. She's camping there. She's sitting there. And then someone was like, oh, yeah, she hadn't actually no got up to done nothing, and she smells now. I thought that she died in some sort of crash. Why didn't you just phone the police and drag her upstairs and say she died in a campground above ground? That would have made a lot more sense. Mm. Either way, we didn't want them snooping around here, so we thought, I just think we're going to put a bit of ice on her. Don't know why we put ice there. It's not like we want to actually preserve the body for any of our purposes. If anything, better off a bit decomposed. Yeah. I don't know. Bathtub one out, did it? <laughs> it did that. Well, it's that time again. We need to disturb the deceased and look for some clues. Right, we're going to do this hard way, Dave. Um, flip the body. Not well, casual. I mean, she's got her driver's license right here. We went through a wallet for any cash she had on her when she found dead. Um, Lucy Littlewood. Right, Lucy Littlewood, David. Right, okay. Not a name I'm familiar with. On the racing circuit, she was called Road Batch. Well, is there anyone that we could contact maybe is there anyone that you contacted when she died is any friends relatives family only person i knew she knew what she knew was yale oats we know yale oats he's a acquaintance of ours we've met him several times when you see him he used me a lot of money he didn't i didn't have a caravan up top i did i said i rented out to him and he lived there for some time and then he didn't pay us his rent he didn't and then i said i said yale oats you gone pay us that rent what you don't owe us, you should. And now do it. And then he's like, he just went off over and didn't it off, he does. I said, Gail, swords will be no use. And he, and he, and he, he flew. He, he flew? No, he ran. I mean, he ran fast. Oh. It's, uh, mm. it's, uh, 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 Have you got a concussion? Because you're bleeding from the head. And I think that's maybe what's going on here, David. Maybe. I think he's dribbling into your mouth and that's why you can't speak properly because your mouth's just failing up with all of that blood. Well, I did get hit by one of the vans as I came across to you, but, you know, I just took it for nothing, really. It happens quite often. Okay, interesting. Right. I think that's why this kind of thing's illegal because it is very, very dangerous. We observe no health and safety standards down there. Up top? Yep. Yeah, down below? None at all. And uh, where'd Yale go, sorry? Oh, I, I, I know where he'll be. Are you a middle-class white man? Do you feel underrepresented by society? 
Is it because of your luscious manly beard? Middle class white men with beards everywhere have been discriminated against for years, downtrodden, and judged simply because of their hair to face ratio. It's time we said no. It's time we stood up for beards. Help us to help them by donating £5 a month to whitemiddleclassmenwithbeards.org by texting WMCMWB to 8889994 now and give a white middle-class man with a beard a chance today. Welcome back to the Quick Smart Comedy Show. Not been a lot of comedy though today, has there, James? Of course, we've been on the trail of a murderer. Yeah, but we do it in such a fashion that even when we are pulling teeth, we are predictably funny. Our latest investigations and the discussion we just had with Ernie Hung have led us here to the Laser Tag Arena. Um, we have just entered what I can only describe as a giant dilapidated warehouse. We're in the uh, warehouse uh, that doubles up as the laser tag arena. Mm. Kind of a stadium for the uh, doomed, the walking dead. Have you been reading all of the uh, marketing paraphernalia they had in the reception? I have, yeah, they gave me some leaflets on the way in. A little reception, obviously, at the start. Yeah, there was a receptionist there who um, greeted us warmly. But yeah, then I, I launched my charm offensive and uh, worked a treat. They let us in, yeah. didn't they? But I have... Uh, signed up for a 24-month membership, so... Good luck with that. I don't yeah. know if you're going to pay that. Yeah, not sure yet. Maybe the bounty we get for solving all these murders. Is yeah. that how murder works? You get a bounty? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you get a reward for uh, solving it. Apparently there's a game starting soon, so we've got to be quick. Yeah, maybe. There is a lot of smoke about, so I can't really see uh, many people. We've got to be careful, David. Yeo is in the room with us, and he could be a killer. You're right, James. He could be the killer. If he comes for us, I will get him in one of my signature holes and make him tap. We'll make him tap. Don't worry about that. I had to come to the same conclusion, James. We've uh, we followed a trail of death. Bit of an intel for you, James. The receptionist said that Yale likes to turn up a few minutes early to uh, really warm up his trigger finger for the uh, laser tag tournament. So, Well, we... I'm trigger happy, David, to catch a murderer because uh, we have tracked him down to this place, the laser tag. Why would someone kill three innocent people and ritualistically shave their heads? Good question. I really hope Yeo holds the key to all of this and that he isn't the murderer. But either way, the line must be drawn here, James. This far, no further. There's a lot of smoke going off. Smoke machines, I don't know why they would fire them up already. There's no one here. Well, no, he's here. Yeah, he could be, couldn't he? Like a shark. Mm. Or a toad. Any sort of animal. Yeah, well, they're all somewhere, habitat. aren't they? Yeah. yeah, they're all somewhere. Where is that toad? Look over there. What? A full torso apparition. That's got to be Yale. He's here. Somewhere. I think it's that full torso apparition. <laughs> There's a lot of smoke covering the whole place. It's hard to see. You can't see his legs. I can't see your legs. No. What do we... What do we do? I hadn't really thought this far, to be honest. I just presumed we'd fail at the first hurdle. I didn't realise we'd get to, what, the fourth hurdle? I think this calls for... Absolute recklessness, James. Okay, I have a plan. Okay. Right. I know what to do. Stay close. Come okay. On. Come on, me. Stay close. Okay. Stay close. Okay. Stay close. Got it. Stay close. I am close. Stay close. St just stay close. Right, okay. Stay close. Stay close. Stay close. Stay close. Yep. Stay. Get him! Oh no! I've been jumped from behind! Oh! I've scraped my arm and I'm bleeding profusely! Good plan, Dave. 
Thank you very much. I don't appreciate the blood that's all over me now, but... No, same. I'm really sorry, guys. I just bleed a lot when I get scraped. I'm so sorry to have inconvenienced you and your dry cleaner. Hold him, Dave. Hold him in the camel clutch. I've right. Got I've got him. I've got him. Right, I'm James, and this is Dave, and we host a comedy show on the Sound Art Radio. You best tell us what you know about Lucy Littlewood. You better not be the murderer. I don't know how much information I'm supposed to give them, Dave. What what happens next? I think normally what you do is you sort of interrogate them. Don't you shouldn't really give them all the information because right. then obviously they can lie based on the information you've accidentally just told them. So yeah, I'll just forget everything you've just been told. Yeah. Can I just clarify when you say murders, do you mean the people that I've shot when I've been playing laser tag? I have killed a lot of under fourteens whilst playing this game. No, we don't mean high score. We're talking about the bodies with the shaved heads. The three bodies, at least. What are you talking about? I haven't killed anyone. I mean, if you didn't kill him, yeah, what, what's going on? Who's been killing all these people? I literally have no idea who you're talking about, what you're talking about. I've got a vague recollection of who you are, but apart from that, this whole day's been very hazy. I can't really help you with any murders, I'm afraid. I can shoot a kid from 50 yards with a laser gun, but I couldn't kill, kill anyone. What do we do now? You've been arrested before, haven't you? Yeah, what happens next? Well, you I've never been arrested of such. I often, on many occasions, have been attacked by two lovely guys in balaclavas and baseball bats. Usually it just ends up with me with a couple of broken kneecaps and, you know, six months on the sofa. What, who's beating you up with bats? I don't know. It just happens. It seems to happen a lot. You know, when I went off to the uh, Laser Tag World Championships... Got jumped on the way there. They said, there's no way you're playing on that scumbag team. Broke my kneecaps. You know, I now just uh, rule the regionals. I, I'm i a very trusting person, James, you see, so... you still got him in the camel clutch. Should I desist or should I keep going? I think, yeah, desist. But we got told you're not paying your rent anymore, yeah. We thought maybe you'd run away and you're on the run from the law. No, no. Just uh, really dedicated to my Little League Laser Quest. Is that expensive to play Little League Laser Tag? It, the membership is a bit pricey, I'll be honest. Dave, make note of this, because you'll be paying for this. Yeah, I know. Oh. Don't tell me there are onerous terms, because <laughs> I've got an idea to. Oh, I'm afraid so. It's a pretty damn tight contract. So, you know, I really didn't pay attention when I signed it. So it had a uh, tenancy clause. So basically, I've got to live here. I mainly eat uh, cardboard from the boxes that are strewn around. I usually, I use it as a bed, then uh, I get the night sweats a lot, and then that sort of moistens the cardboard, makes it more digestible, and then I eat that. You look like the, the portrait of Dorian Gray. Oh, yes. Like a sickly golem figure. Yes, uh, some have said made that comparison before. It's a, they're a very well-educated crowd, these kids. You know, they love their Oscar Wilde. They love their, they love their J.R.R. Tolkien. And I think, well, the education system in this uh, country, pretty good. My generation was awful, you know. I live in a warehouse. Um, any man who admits to eating cardboard probably um, is telling the truth, I suspect. Well if, well, if it's not Yale, Dave, I don't know who else is left. You know, David, if it was Cluedo, you could uh, tick him off the list. Yeah. yeah, well, cross him off the list, because a tick in my book means that this is a confirmed suspicion. Oh, true. Well, I've actually been keeping a Cluedo-style list of all of the uh, places of death, the potential murder weapons, and the suspect. In honour of Alicia, I thought she would really appreciate the symbolism of such a gesture. So I will indeed cross Yale off the list. Yeah. Have you got this bit of paper wet? No. Why, bit... why would I keep a wet bit of paper in your pocket? Well, I don't know, it's just it's gone a bit squidgy. Ah! Oh, my days. 
Oh, it's going along the floor. Well, that brings back a memory or two, boys. What are you talking about, Yale? It went past my feet. David, watch out. Oh, what was it? That's right. That's scurrying along the floor there that came out of your pocket, David. That's Donald Trump's wig. Donald Trump's wig? We were all on that treasure island when Donald Trump accidentally blew himself up. Do you remember? Yeah, it rings a bell, actually. Now, before you explain, yeah, where's it gone? Because I don't really want to have to, like, fight a uh, possessed wig. Where is it? Um, I think, uh, didn't it go in over there under that box? Right, hit the box! Did I get it? That Donald! He split his soul into seven horcruxes. One of them was the wig, and on that treasure island, you may remember, I stamped the wig to death. I do remember that, yeah. Turns out, I haven't got as strong a foot as I thought. Some years later, that wig came to me. In its hour of need, the wig needed a host body. Right, okay. I can only presume it must have swam off the island or something. I don't know how it got here. Just got swept up in the current or something. Oh, maybe. So anyway, yes, speculation aside, it got back to the mainland. Can you wrap it up, Yale? We're trying to solve a murder here. Get to the point. I was doing some volunteering work to clean up the local environment down at the beach. Now, is this after or before we saw you again? Because weren't you working at a circus at one point? Yeah, that's right. That's when I had a malevolent face on the back of my head. Yeah, oh yeah, he's had a rough time. I think last time we saw him, a parasite kind of like burrowed into his head. Um, luckily, there's just a bit of a scar there now. It seems to have dis dissipated. When the beetles attacked the back of my head, they totally ate away the malevolent spirit. Fine. Took out a couple of chunks of my skull. And uh, yeah, that's that's healed over now, but it's just left a little a little scar. It just jumped in my head. It jumped right in my face. It really tried to burrow into the back of my head, you know, fit on like a, a really nice toupee mite. When it got to the back of my head, there was a burning sound. And it, sort of, it screamed out. The wig was screaming in pain. And from this, I deduced that the scar on the back of my head was protecting me from this wig horcrux and it was not able to touch me in any way shape or form great 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 stuff what's this got to do with some killing though you know these bold killings these you say they were bald yeah they the, the complete head completely shaven bald well if there's a bald epidemic maybe get the wig out you know he's looking for a head yale you're a genius i think i've cracked this one chaps evil wig washes up on the shore a young man here yale oats working on that shore Comes across a horcrux. Comes across a horcrux. I said, welcome to me old stomping ground. Yeah. And obviously I'd stomped on him earlier yeah. in, the, in, the, in my life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just presumed that the wig just sort of, you know, put two and two together. You know, I'm a subtle joke teller. Yale and wig come together. Yeah. Chalk and cheese, they don't go. The wig is scared away somehow by this Repelled scar. by this it. weird scar, yeah. Repelled, exactly. I did try to capture and re-stomp the wig. I try, I got it caught up in a bag, and then as I went to stamp on the bag, it managed to get out, because I've got quite a weak grip, you see. And then as I scurried around looking for it, it had gone. The wig hops on to Yale. Yale, I suspect that after you cleaned up that beach, you went for a lovely afternoon caravan race, didn't you? You were an unsuitable host. However, the wig did not know the status of Lucy Littlewood as a host. Jumps on her head. Tries to take over her body. The wig kills her because she was an unsuitable host. The wig has to rip itself off from the back of her head, thus ripping off all of her hair in the process, thus making her bald. Then, the wig, having escaped the head of Lucy Littlewood, finds another unsuspecting caravan racer, and it latched on to one Claudia Shepherd. 
She must have had a taste for seafood because she made her way from the caravan site to the crab shack. She had some ill-prepared seafood, which Johnny Fisherman thought had killed her. But no, the wig had sucked out her life force. Squelching away out of that freezer, it finds our good friend, Alicia. It must have crawled up the table, onto her head, and made its way to the radio station. You're taking quite a lot of liberties with the story, Dave, but it's quite a, it's quite an interesting take on the matter, so I'll let it slide. Thank you very much. I've made up a lot of the facts, but basically what I'm trying to say is there's a chain of events which yeah. have linked all of these people together. I think great investigators do make up a lot of facts, you know, just to, to put the story together. So it's I think you've got to take the liberty, haven't you? See, we've got it all sorted, Yale. And then it must have hopped in my pocket. Yeah. And then uh, it was going to jump on my head, but obviously bided its time. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. Just taking a breather. Probably. A long day. Yeah. I like your hypotheses, guys. Why do you think it's over there drinking that puddle of my blood? Ah! Kill it! David, I've got a corner, David. Get him! Get him! Stamp it! Yeah, I think it's full. Guys, I'm going to hover my boot above the wig in preparation for a good stomping. Prepare to be stomped. Is your granny old? Past it? Ancient? Has she seen better days? Does she tell you about them all the time? It's not easy having to look at a constant reminder of your own mortality, is it? And in the present financial climate, I bet you could do without the expense of your grand on birthdays and Christmases. I've got two grands! It's just not financially viable! Well, don't panic! We've got the solution! Cash for grand! Gives you cash for your old grand! Just tag Sal Grant to 88452 now and we'll tell you what we think she's worth. If you agree with the price, we'll send you a prepaid envelope with an 18 working days! All you have to do is stick her in the envelope and pop her in the post. It's that simple. Sell your grand now! Do you know what my favourite musical is? Oh, wig. Stomp. Wait, why is my leg going up in the air? The wig's getting bigger, Dave. Look out. Yeah, it's expanding. It's formed into a massive person. David, I think that's a face that we both recognise. And you, Yale. I think that is the face. Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's definitely Trump. Every man I've ever killed, I've remembered his face. Or one of them. Or one of them. It was his face. And I say killed, it was an accident. And you went there. I was, was I not? Oh, I wasn't there. <laughs> so we've got a bond. A blood bond. Maybe you take a backseat to this one. Right. We'll confront him. Finally. The wig has come back to Donald J. Trump. Okay. Dave, attack. Uh, can you attack us? It's quite, not really a body. It's more like kind of a red mist flesh bound together in the form of Donald Trump. Yeah, can you attack that? Will a forearm smash take down such a thing? Well, well, well. The three killers of Donald Trump back together. How convenient it is you're all back in one place. You were right. When you destroyed my corporeal form, my spirit lived on in this horcrux now atop of my head. My wig. And when you try to stomp it to death, Yale, your pathetic, weak, cowardly feet couldn't do the job. So I lived on in the wig. I managed to drag myself through the sand, flop into the ocean, and luckily, get washed back up on the mainland. And who was there picking up garbage but you, Yale Oats? You murdered our good friend. This is for her. This is for Alicia. Oh. 
My leg just went straight through him. Watch out. Just stand back. A couple more feet, David. Just a couple more feet back. Okay, that's good. That, that, that's good. That's good. Right, here we go, David. Got a, a bit of a run, a bit of a run, a bit of a run. Okay, I'm going. I'll try with a fo flying forearm, David. Right. No, you've gone through him again. Ah, oh, I'm covered in blood. Uh. Blood. Ah, oh, blood, is it? Yeah, it's blood. Oh, it's covered in muddy blood. blood. Oh. Bloody mud blood. Oh. When I... Grabbed onto the back of your head. Something repelled me. Something pushed me away. It was at that point I realized I couldn't touch you because of that scar. That's why I had to hatch another dastardly plan. I hid in your pocket and accompanied you back to the camper van racing site. That's when I set eyes on a beautiful girl. I crawled up her leg, up her skirt, up her blouse. I managed to reach the top of her beautiful head. I latched on and sucked the life force out of her, hoping that her body would become host to me in the form of my wig. But she was just a weak woman, and she died. So I had to rip myself off the back of her head. Well, you don't really need to go through the chronology. We, we know what's happened. We, the, at least three people have died, maybe more. That's right. And, and now, now fate, fate would have it, it. I've, I've been brought, brought back, back to you, Yale Oats. What I needed to come back to life was the blood of my mortal enemy. So why were you just hanging out in a closet? What was the purpose of that? Why didn't you attach yourself to David's head? A waste of time to try and hatch onto the back of one of your heads. I'm a smart guy, you know. I've got all the words. I've got all the best words. Those words were running through my wig as I was thinking. I'm not going to hatch onto these guys. Uh, yeah, well, have you tried maybe firing one of your lasers at him? No, of course I haven't. Everyone knows that the inaugural shot in a game of laser tag sets the game going. I'm not ready yet. We're dealing with Donald. So who's been running for president? Oh, that, that has been, been my hologram. hologram. Right. I've hooked, hooked up the hologram to the internet. internet. Basically, Basically, you dumb, dumb idiots can understand it. it. It scans the internet looking for common themes and common beliefs and common sentences and just says them. Right, okay. So basically it's been looking at forums and internet chat sites and just it's found the words Muslim, wall, probably coming up some great ideas. I'm going to need to replace him. Oh right, and your new fleshy body. I wouldn't bother because Pussygate's just come about and it looks like you're going downhill. This is where the your hologram self admitted to grabbing a, a lady's vagina. We basically like sexually assaulted her. Wait, was this, this conversation, conversation on a bus? Yeah. How did you know that? I thought you. No, that was, that was me. me. That, that was, was ten, ten years, years ago. ago. I did the, the grabbing. grabbing. Beautiful. Donald J. Trump is an opportunistic guy. I take advantage of people that I see in front of me. And right now, I see three guys who I despise. When I absorbed the blood of one Yale Oats, I absorbed the power of lightning. I don't tend to, you know, bandy it about, because it's not the kind of thing you really tell, you know, members of the public. But when I got attacked by those fighting beetles, I got a scar on the back of my head in the shape of a lightning bolt. And for some reason, that being embedded in my skin gave me lightning powers. So now, I am going to kill all three of you. Move over, move over. Those Scousins here, hey, there's a mystery. Oh, you're on the radio. Sorry, are you playing laser tag? What, what is this? I'm a Scousin, heard on the radio. As I said, on the quick smart comedy show, sound on the radio. Thought I'd calm down, lend a helping hand with the mystery of who's being killed. 
I got one good eye, one good eye I can see as much as anyone else. Don't suppose you're any good at absorbing lightning, are you? you? No, I can't say I've been struck by lightning. It's quite a weird question to ask someone. Get out of the way, I got a laser gun here. I had to pay 58 pounds just to get in for one session. Not sure how that works out. But hey, oh, here we go. I got a gun. I'm gonna shoot it at your face. And that's the first shot of laser tag fired, and now we own our laser tag's about to start. The two teams are out there. Dave, okay. get down. There's 50 lasers flying everywhere. No, no yeah, you'll get down. The infrared. Right, uh, group hug. Right, what are we thinking? On. What are we thinking? I was thinking maybe if I go around the flank, we can catch Delta team behind. We're not playing laser tag yet, we're dealing with Donald Trump here. But the game started. The reincarnation wig of a man who wants to take over the world, we gotta get on this. Right, okay. Maybe we'll have a quick game of laser tag oh, after. I can't see a thing. Stumbling around, smash the mirror. Oh, I smash a goddamn window. I think I'm gonna fall out. Oh. I'm pretty sure that Lou Scousen just died by falling out the window, so what about if we, we stay away from the window? That's a good idea, Dave, well, right. You and me definitely Good, will. good safety, good safety tip. Thank you. Stay away from the window, right. Well, Yale. no, I was thinking you'd be stay away from the window. We'll stay over here nice and safe. Yale, I was thinking maybe. Donald Trump just he took out eight guys there. I know, he's really taken on the other team. Maybe we should hire him onto my leisure tag team. Probably not. He's got a really dog pile jumping on Donald Trump there, but it's going right through him. He seems to be, you know, lightnings everywhere. Bellers. When the other team's been destroyed by Donald, you must make a distraction. Right, okay, yeah, don't know what they're gonna be, but we'll try. It only needs to be for a moment to give me some time. Only a moment, do you understand? Okay, yeah, got it. Got it. Right, I'm gonna set up the trap. Let go. Okay, go for it, Yale. You do that. Let go, guys. You're ready. Let go of me arm. Let go. All right. Fine. Right, how are we going to distract him? I think he's just thrown the last of Delta team off that wall. Laser tag's more dangerous than I thought. Hey, Donald, release your taxes. What's that, Donald? Your net wealth's just dipped by 7%. There you two are. I've been looking for your candy asses. It is time for Trump to destroy you. Well, I guess this is it, James. That's yeah. one, two, three on our lives, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. This is it. This is it. Hey, Dave, how come Yeah, it's grabbing him, look? I can touch you now, Trump. Amazing what a few drops of my blood can do. They're going for the window. Yeah, be careful. Don't worry, I know what I'm doing. See you on the other side, chaps. Well, it's hard to believe what we just saw, David, but we saw it. We can't unsee it. Maybe he's not dead. I mean, he fell out of a window and this warehouse is quite tall. I really don't know what to take from that. Oh, when board games come to life, eh? Absolutely, yeah. We should, I think we'll have a quick game now, actually, just in memory of our fallen comrade. So, um, yeah, we'll dedicate this game of Cluedo to Alicia, to Claudia, and to Lucy. Maybe a quick game of laser tag first, as we're here. Well, yeah, why not? I've paid my membership, so well, yeah, I'm get, not going to let some morning get in the way. You got a bus ride on that? or? Uh, oh, I don't know. I haven't really flicked through the small print. Oh, these bloody Wednesday slots, eh, David? They are murder. Right, okay, you let's... wouldn't get this on a Sunday, I'll tell you that much. No, you wouldn't. Here's my prediction. It was Donald Trump with the wig in the laser tag warehouse. Correct. This game's easy. The Quick Smart Comedy Show, devised and performed by David and James, with Dan Davis and Bethan Highgate-Betts. Theme song by Karosh Oliver Floyd. For more information and content, visit soundcloud.com slash quicksmart and follow us on Twitter at QuickSmartShow. Show.